0: Okay, here we are for day 34 of 100, and we're going to wrap up our series of excerpts from my Enneagram Introductions Workshop today as we explore type 7 a little more deeply. Now, it is actually day 35. I am behind one day because I did take off yesterday to Spend time with my mom, who I haven't gotten to hang out with for two months. So we had a back porch, socially distanced Mother's Day celebration, and uh, I chose to be fully present there and not overwork yesterday. So I will make up that time tomorrow. We'll have two episodes tomorrow, and um, I hope. That you'll tune in for those. I'm really excited. We're going to move on to a new series. So, um, But that's tomorrow, and today is type 7, so let's get into that. All right, 7s at their best are enthusiastic and accomplished, but at their worst can be uninhibited or manic. And their motivating need is to avoid pain. To be happy, to, to plan enjoyable activities, to contribute to the world, and to avoid suffering or psycho-emotional pain. It's more that realm of pain than physical pain, although it can include that too, of course. Their basic fear is of being deprived or trapped in pain. It's, it's less the pain itself and more the fear of being trapped in it and not being able to cope or to get out of it not not having kind of an end in sight so it's that being trapped aspect that's key there for the the fear and their basic desire is to be satisfied or content to have their needs fulfilled basically and their basic orientation is to stimulation they're stimulation oriented people and there's not a lot of like scientific Uh, studies done on the Enneagram. There are some, there are more being done, but one of my favorites from years ago was a a study of potential patterns in neurotransmitter levels. So we're going to get really nerdy here for just a second. And the sevens actually had the highest level of neurotransmitters across the board. So high serotonin, which is like good mood, um, positive feelings, and of course, there's a lot of that in sevens. They're in that positive outlook group and very focused on the positive, avoiding the negative. Um, they have high norepinephrine, which can contribute to the anxiety that sevens can experience, and they also have really high dopamine, which is sometimes called the reward neurotransmitter, but it plays a role in how we feel pleasure and it's a big part of um, our ability to think and plan as humans and it helps us to focus and find things interesting and get things done. And so, because there's naturally higher levels of all of these, they need a high level of stimulation to maintain their natural state. So there's a lot of energy in this space. Uh, We think of sevens, we experience sevens as fun and adventurous. And uh, they're, they're folks that can always find the silver lining or the positive in a situation. Uh, their self-talk includes something along the lines of, well, on a lighter note. And sometimes you hear sevens kind of interject that in conversations if things are getting a little too heavy. And it, if if five is good, ten is better for sevens. It's It's this desire for more and more pleasure and more information more experience whatever it is if if a few is good then a few more is better uh, in their kind of default disposition and we we don't really naturally see sevens all the time as being in this fear or anxiety triad but they do have um, quite a bit of anxiety and fear generally but it's about their inner reality and so whereas fives the inverse of this are more Uh, anxious about their outer reality overwhelming them. Sevens are anxious about their inner reality and try to maintain what we call a a smokescreen of activity to distract them from that. And so a lot of my seven friends say like nighttime right before bed is the hardest time of the day because if it's dark, if it's quiet, there's not stimulation back to that to distract them from those that inner reality those thoughts those feelings whatever it might be and so um, a lot of sevens maybe as kids would fall asleep with the tv on or or now would do maybe do the same or scroll on the phone until you kind of pass out it's it's this discomfort in the absence of stimulation because then you're just left with your inner reality they're kind of always planning, uh, anticipation, and the the act of, of doing that ends up kind of being better than the real thing. I had a seven tell me um, last year in a workshop that, as an example of this, was literally on the beach during a vacation that had gone awry. There was all sorts of issues with weather and family and everything, and it was just, it was a mess. So literally sitting on the beach... Um, this person was googling and, and booking flights and plans for the next vacation that was going to be better than the one they were currently on and that's just a perfect example of this dynamic that sevens can find themselves in and they are future oriented so it's it's a natural focus on what's next not what's happening in the present moment definitely not preferring to look at what has happened in the past but, but what's next they tend to express feeling indirectly, so a lot of times the delivery is going to be very different than the message, and that has to be translated, and they're often using humor to keep things light if they can, uh, and so there's some decoding that kind of has to, to happen, and hopefully as as um, as a seven grows, there's more ability to express feelings directly when that's called for. Um, Sevens prefer to stay in kind of a half range of feeling, if possible. Um, they're they're often dismissing the importance of emotions um, in relationship because you know they're they're thinking first and they're following that with doing and feeling is the last thing. That's the repressed center, and so um, if they can stay in that range of like happy to ecstatic that's the preference. They might dip a toe in the other side, but the, the fear of getting trapped in those more negative feelings or emotions or being overwhelmed by those um, contributes to what ends up being rationalization for the seven, which is about uh, reframing everything into the positive, everything they possibly can. They can, they can find the, the silver lining there. And real transformations for sevens really happen once they encounter a pain or an experience that they can't reframe for the positive. And that can be a very challenging experience, but that is how real growth and transformation end up happening for sevens. Sevens tend to prefer loose connections, but are all in 100% once they commit. Uh, But it has to be their idea to commit for that to work. And they love challenges, but hate expectations. I don't use that word, actually, in the presence of sevens. I just, that is the E word that, that we don't use. Uh, and so that's that's a theme that can develop that um, avoidance of expectations. And uh, Suzanne Stabil says it this way, but when they want something, it's like being pecked to death by chickens until they get it. Uh, so there's a, a relentless... Um, pursuit of of what they desire quite often for sevens and and here's the thing we don't always that the rest of us, the non- sevens, don't always help them grow ultimately because what what can happen when sevens grow and transform and mature is that they're not always as wound up as they have felt the need to be to be the energy, the life of the party, and all of that. so if they if they begin to kind of Mellow or take a step back and observe more than kind of being in the middle and stirring the pot, as I, as I like to call it. Um, w- we can start to ask, Well, like, well, hey, what's wrong? And it's not that anything's wrong, it's actually that something's quite right. It's just that the rest of us end up relying on seven's energy and positivity so much that we don't know how to function without that being amped up fully. And so the rest of us would do well to, to be aware of that dynamic and to encourage the process of more inner exploration and, um, maturing and mellowing and all of that, that, that can really come for sevens as they do their, their work. It doesn't mean they're any less enjoyable or fun or any of that. It's just, it just functions differently and it's important to make a room for that. At their best sevens, um, just have quick eager agile minds they have what we call rapid skill acquisition so they end up being accomplished in a variety of areas generally and we even call them generalists uh, quite often but but at their average or in the unhealthy range their minds can just be so restless and really rely on that smoke screen of activity that i mentioned earlier and uh, it's so important for them to keep their options open in this space um, this is where we see the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And there can be a lot of self-centeredness and, and impulsivity in those average to unhealthy levels of seven. The vice is gluttony, and, and that's not at all just about food or anything like that. It's compulsively planning and and kind of gluttonously planning. Um, Gathering exciting experiences or fascinating ideas and just the best of what life has to offer. But the flip side of that is sobriety, and that's about exercising restraint, accepting and integrating both the joys and sorrows of life, the good and the bad, and following through on long-term commitments with people, with projects, etc. The lost childhood message, what, what didn't get through for sevens early was this assurance that you'll be taken care of. And the wounding message that that did get through is that it's not okay to depend on anyone for anything. We see a, a real independent streak in many sevens related to this. And just a couple quick growing edges. Um, to, to find a spiritual director, or a therapist, or a friend maybe, but generally some professional that you can't charm or manipulate with... Your reframing ability, because the thing about sevens is there's this charm and disarm ability that is is so effective, and and their ability to reframe into the positive they don't know they're doing it generally in the moment, and it can be so compelling because this this rewrite this reframe this vision that they can develop is so compelling, and we, like we would prefer that to be true as well. And we, we believe them. We get sucked into it. They're very very convincing. And so it's important to have somebody who can identify that and, and not get swept up in it. And a lot of times that takes someone um, like a therapist or a counselor that has some, some real um, training and tools on board to kind of maintain that boundary. And another thing, um, because sevens are so quick and so forward uh, moving and so future oriented, it's important to stop occasionally and to reflect. So to stop a few times a day and ask yourself some reflective questions like, what have I done that added to goodness today and that didn't? What did I miss today? And and what do I need to let go of right now? Something like that. It, it can be different questions for different people, but that's a starting point, and I hope that's helpful. Famous sevens, just a few real quick. Uh, Rob Bell and Shauna Nequist are excellent Seven authors. Saint Francis of Assisi is thought to be or have been a seven on the Enneagram, and then I think we have some cool kind of like pop culture characters. So Lorelai Gilmore on The Gilmore Girls, Chandler Bing on Friends, like a lot of classic seven stuff going on there. But then a, a more kind of serious and beautiful example is the character Joy on the animated film Inside Out by Disney Pixar and uh, Joy is, the journey that she goes on is literally the transformative process for Sevens and it is a really, really beautiful telling of that. Uh, and there's some other Enneagram stuff that's pretty clearly going on with, with the other characters but joy is the main character and is a Seven and it is just a beautiful look uh, into that world. Okay, that will do it. Again, I'll be back tomorrow with a couple of, couple of episodes and a new series, so tune back in for that, and, um, and I, I'm going to be talking with friends soon. Uh, y- you've got to be getting perhaps as tired as I am of my own voice, so we're going to be bringing in some other voices soon. So again, tune back in for details on that, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.